You are now tuned into the Wake the Flock Up Network. Welcome back to the show. You are now listening to Wake the Flock Up with Concept 714. And with me is a room full of people today because they're all excited for our next interviewer. But I want to thank you guys, everyone, for coming out, all the support you guys have given us. Uh, they, as you guys know, we're part of the iHeart family. So we want to give a big shout out to iHeart and all the support and distribution they do on our behalf. So thank you guys for that. Uh, our SoundCloud listeners, you guys are amazing. Uh, we get the most hits on SoundCloud. And for that, uh, I want to thank you guys. We get emails from SoundCloud all the time. Hey, you guys are doing amazing. Here's some free blah, 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 blah. blah so it's always good. iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Spreaker, anywhere there's a podcast, Wake the Flock Up is present. So big shout out to you guys, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, follow us, like us, uh, support the show. That's all we ask. Tell a friend. We don't charge you guys, the listeners for anything. Everything is done through sponsorships and other blah, 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 blah. But because we love you guys, we continue to do it and we've been doing it for three years strong. And this year, as you guys know, we had the writer of the NWA movie just uh, last week coming through the show and the interview was amazing, groundbreaking, controversial. I'm already getting a lot of emails about it. People don't believe that it's true, but I, you, the man said it. So uh, he came in here and he spoke of the NWA movie and all the struggles he took and his idea and his theories of who shot Pac, who shot Biggie and everything that happened in Death Row Records. So super interesting. One of the proudest interviews I've done. Check that out. But tonight we're sitting with a very special guest and I want to make sure that it's, uh, that it's clear that we're, okay, we're sitting here with El Compa Negro. But El Compa Negro is, uh, it's a band, right? It's a, it's a collaboration of you guys. Right. Mm-hmm. So who, who do we have here? Well, you have El Compa Negro, you have Los Más Poderosos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a 19 year old African American who loves to sing uh, Hispanic music, well, basically regional musica mexicana, mm-hmm. anywhere from banda, sierraño, mariachi, mm-hmm. um, anything, pretty much anything. Right. And? Um, Antonio Lopez, I'm the uh, producer, songwriter, like, I do a little bit of everything. Like, yeah. Driver. <laughs> Manager also too, right? <laughs> Bodyguard. Uh, like. <laughs> merchandise man, as we can see, all I that do stuff. everything, a little yeah. bit of everything. It's kind of like Eminem and D12 type of thing. Except <laughs> oh, okay. that D12 is only one person. <laughs> oh, I, I, Eminem and Dr. Drake and kind of Probably, thing. yeah. Okay, all right. I like that. Uh, and how did uh, how did this happen initially? How did this begin? Where did you guys meet? Well, he had his own start like with his approach with Mexican musicians. Mm-hmm. And in and, and my end, I... I found them in 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 YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, singing singing a Mexican song by a well it, um, a song in Spanish by a Mexican artist, uh, mm-hmm. Larry Hernandez, and um, uh, I just heard them. I was just watching YouTube. I was looking at uh, some videos, browsing. I don't know why. And um, um, I just at first um, me I've I have produced records for for hip-hop artists like african-american and mm-hmm. mexican ones and um coming from that background as far as producing i i i thought it was very interesting that he was singing um, um 
Spanish music or, or Mexican music for that matter, uh, the very first thing I taught it, I, just, I was just hoping that he was African-American and not like Cuban or Colombian. or. You were hoping he was African-American? Yeah, I was hoping that he was African-American because I have been, uh, I produce uh, uh, reggaeton music. Yeah. Work with a lot of like black. Like, so he could have been Dominican yeah, or, been or Cuban yeah. or something. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I produced in Colombia before. But why did you, why did we hope he was African-American? What did you go through? What went through your mind when you said, uh, this kid is doing something. I really hope that he's African American. Why, why did you say that? Because it, it will be something very unique. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I, in the past. I have seen people that that did it before, that attempted, and even nowadays, uh, there is a, like a few other African Americans popping that you know after seeing him, they're right. they're trying to do it. Yeah. But it, it ends on the uh, it stays in the attempt. They're not doing it as legit as he is. Mm-hmm. And at the time me seeing him, I was like, wow, this guy he he's got it. You know, like he's got it. He has the 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 the, the, the vocals and, and and the tone to it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's legit. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, if it was Colombian, Dominican, Cuban, whatever, you know, it will take away from that. Because even nowadays, it's still, it's still there is still people who challenge uh, whether he's like Latino. Mm-hmm. And the minute if he was Latino there will be no purpose to you know to what we're doing right yeah so it, it is groundbreaking it is unique because he's african-american mm-hmm. you know doing it really good in in in, in, in a, he's pretty much like a fish out of the water basically right. yeah you know and he's doing it great like he does it as well as anyone of us so mm. that's the beauty of this uh, uh talent when man. when uh you uh when did it spark for you when did you say hey this is interesting. This is something that. How do you remember how old you were when that happened? Um, well, I started trying to sing, trying because I mean my Spanish was horrible. I yeah. started trying to sing uh, when I was like what thirteen, fourteen years old. Okay. And I mean, the video that I that uh, my friend posted of he got a lot of views. So I was like, hey, I'm gonna do another video. Mm-hmm. And I did another video and then another one, but it was pretty much just like only those three videos that I did, and. And I mean, they were just going viral. So was this um, was this uh, something that you wanted to do artistically, or was it like a joke? Like when when did you say, you know, what well, I'm gonna get, in, I'm gonna sing in Spanish, even though I'm not really good at Spanish, I'm gonna sing Spanish and then sing this type of Spanish music. Well, I mean, to be honest, I just wanted to do it for fun. Well, not the singing part, but I was a drummer at first. So okay. I was just drumming for fun, trying to make some money, you know, some privadas. But um, the singing part, um, when I saw that it went viral, I'm like, hey, you know, I always wanted to be a singer. I never imagined myself singing in Spanish, but right. I always wanted to be a singer. So, I mean, I embraced it. And the only thing I, that I was missing was I just didn't know where to start. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how. I didn't know nothing. And no one reached out to me until... Like out of the sky blue, here comes this guy messaging me on Facebook asking me do I want to record and things like that. And uh, the girl that I was dating at the time was like, "No, he looks like a narco. Don't go with him. He's probably like a drug dealer. Does he have a truck?" I yeah. was like, "I don't know." And then like I went to his house to record. And I, was there a truck? Yeah, he had a truck. Oh, so you're like, oh shit, there's a truck here. <laughs> like, oh, oh shit. Stereotype, right? Maybe he's a maybe he's a narco. She was like, send me the address to where you're going. If you don't text me, like, I like this time I'm calling the cops. I know I you've like, been kidnapped. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, no, so you, <laughs> you, uh, but you were a fan, obviously, of the music. You were already involved in it, you said, right? But not on the singing level. Yeah, not on the singing level. I was just 
just a drummer. Where did the intrigue? You know, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Okay. So I saw you, uh, I saw you on TV for the first time a while back. And, uh, and they were like, Oh, look, El Morenito, because my rapper is like, Morenito, he's playing, you know, in Spanish. And the first thing that came to my head, I swear was, Oh, he wants to get laid. <laughs> I bullshit you not. I was like, oh, he's trying to get laid. And I'm like, that's what's up though. That's good. I mean, he has an interest. He's, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like, uh, the, I'm gonna say the good thing, but it wasn't, you weren't bad at it, which the game was like, oh. And immediately it went from an interesting thing to like, oh, he's actually, he's actually good. And now, now the curiosity begins of like, Man, I wonder how this even began for this kid. Because you being so young yeah, yeah. and you taking an interest in this type of music, it's really a it's rarity. Right? What was it about the music that that's that sparked the interest? I mean, I pretty much is what I was all always around. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's like if you take a, a black kid and you put him in China and he's raised in China, well, Shit, he's gonna be talking Chinese, right? Right. He's gonna be eating kung pao chicken and yeah. stuff. So Where where like, are we from? Um I I am from Compton originally, mm-hmm. but it was when I moved out to Paris, California, that's when I mean all I would I didn't have any friends. I mean mm-hmm. so my new friends they were playing corridos. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell a corrido was. Mm-hmm. It just to me, like literally it sounded all the same, you know. Yeah, you know, like I thought it was all the same. Like, I'm like, damn, they keep playing the same song. Like, they're just changing the words. Yeah, but um, then I started like hanging out with him. Started taking me to his cousin's quinceañera. You know how it's like everybody has a quinceañera like every Saturday, right? So <laughs> I would go to like different quinceañeras, and I ended up like um, buying because I was like 13, 13. So I was like, I bought a, a pony. Mm-hmm. It's like one a miniature horse. I used to go to like all the fucking quinceañeras on my on my pony, so they knew me as el, 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 they call me el frijol negro de Michoacán, because <laughs> <laughs> they told me that I look like I would be from Michoacán because I'm dark, right? Or Guerrero. Uh, I'm dark skinned too, though. I feel your pain. Trust me, I got a lot of morenito and and el negrito. I used to get that all the time, dude. I'm with you. I, I feel your pain. <laughs> all so, family has a negro. In, 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 anyway, like everybody's family has a negro uncle, yeah. a negro cousin, yeah. or something. Uh, so uh, here it is. Uh, it's on YouTube, right? And then it does what it does. And then uh, he gets a hold of you. The narco gets a hold of you, and he goes, "Hey, come to my house. Let's record." You get there. Is it hitting you? Yeah. Like, man, it's really growing. It's going somewhere. Is it? Is that the, the, the time that it really happened? Well, I mean, for me, like, any, any little thing is like, oh, my God, I'm young. So anything's like, oh, my God, like, wow. Yeah. You know? But um, honest, honestly, like, yeah, it did. And when, like, he played the, the music on his car, like, hey, check it out. That's how it came out or whatever. I'm like, oh, damn. Wow, yeah, like, that's me. Yeah, I did that. Like, uh-huh. wow, but um, yeah, I mean, pretty much that. If that answers your question, yeah, was there any interest in any other type of music besides that at the moment? Um, pretty much, I listen to about anything. You didn't go through my home, and I have Frank Sinatra in there. Yeah, but <laughs> I got Frank Sinatra, Boys the Men, uh, Smokey Robinson. Um, pretty, I'm pretty much have a little bit of everything. But mm-hmm. I even listen like. I listen to pretty much anything, right? As long as I can understand it, at least. Right, um, but you didn't understand Spanish to begin with. Well, I mean, see, the thing about me is, 
that uh, I didn't know that many songs. Right. Because simply for the fact that the songs that I did um, sing, I knew what they meant. Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, me, ever since I was little, I wasn't afraid to ask questions. I don't care. I'll ask anything. Hey, what does this mean? So I would ask my friends, hey, what does this song mean? And um, pretty much those were the songs that, that you know, I felt comfortable singing because I knew what they were talking about. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like, you know, I, you know I'm like some kind of like killer or something, mm-hmm. some shit. But um, that's pretty much that. So, I mean, that's pretty much I love the music because right. I knew what I was talking about for those few songs. Yeah, for those songs, yeah. Yeah, and then it got to a point where when we started performing, I had to learn more songs because people were asking for certain songs. It was yeah. like that. At first, I didn't know what I was singing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and you were doing covers at this point, right? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Mom and dad, what are they saying at this point? What is your family saying? Well, my mom, she never really like said anything negative she's just like uh don't ever let like no one take that away from you i mean i i always i always knew that you were like you had a gift i just didn't know it would be this yeah <laughs> my dad he's like nah 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 like, he's mm-hmm. uncle Roger, nah 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 you got to go to church yeah he ain't singing no knocker career so my dad and it's funny and it's ironic because he actually is a spanish speaker in the house because he studied um Spanish as a foreign language in um, high school and through college. Mm-hmm. So he's fluent in Spanish, and he's the one who's, nope, nope, nope. Like, freaking Larry Hernandez is fucking telling us, like, come to San Diego, come sing. Yeah. And he didn't have no reason, but yeah. he's like, nope, you're not going. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going. Besides, <laughs> besides, that's not what he had envisioned for you. Yeah. But Moms was like, I knew you were special. I just didn't know that this was the way you were going to. You were gonna utilize that special Yeah. Okay. So it was just it was weird. Like I like I couldn't believe it. And then just like I was like, really? Like, why are you like being so negative? Like I'm like I always tell him that. Like now he he's, he's up. He's, I mean he sees me or whatever because I don't live with him. So when I go over there, he's like, oh, he's happy to see me now. Yeah. But um, before it's like damn, like everything that I was trying to do, he was trying to block it. I'm like, if if it wasn't if it wasn't what he was suggesting to do, right? So if like I mean, like let's say we're driving down the street and something, and freaking the sign says no right turns, but if he fucking says right turn and I go left, he's gonna get mad. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> the sign. That's I don't just care like, what the sign says. Just... <laughs> what I said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a power thing. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, but like, the, he he's okay with it now. Yeah, he is now. Okay. I, I get a lot of people telling me, oh, I saw your dad. I'm like, how you know he's my dad? I was like, you know, he's fat with glasses and he's short and he looks <laughs> like me. I was like, yeah, but that sort of mean he's my dad. They're like, yeah, he said he was your dad. Was, What's his name? Reggie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's him. That's him. <laughs> oh, you know what's going to happen? You're going to go back home and then uh, he's you're going to see like a... Like a like a one of those big old championship belts, you know what I'm saying? And you're gonna see like you're gonna start seeing things appear to kind of sh- he's saying that he supports you without telling you he supports oh, yeah. you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's, <laughs> how it, that's how it is. You, going. He's gonna give you like a pair of like those boots that curl up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's gonna give you like a pair of those and, <laughs> and, and secretly just be like, "Good," because ultimately, like I'm a parent, so I know ultimately, like if my kids are happy and they're living a good life and they're enjoying themselves and making a like a living. How can I be against that? If they're happy and they're enjoying what they're doing, that's what being a parent's all about, you know. So I'm sure he's very proud of you. Yeah, he is. I'm not gonna yeah. say he's not, but I'm just like it's funny. Yeah. I mean, everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. I mean, my <laughs> brothers and sisters, like yeah. before, they'll be like, oh, "That's not that's not my brother. That's my cousin." 
everybody. Not no more. Not no more. Oh yeah, that's my brother. Oh yeah, that's my brother. Yeah. That's trying to get some free tacos at the taqueria. Oh or no. You know? Yeah. But, yeah, but I, I I think that originally there was a genuine like concern in 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 his dad's side because right. uh, I'm a father of four. You mm -hmm. know, I have a 15 year old, and uh, I think that throughout my producing experience and as a musician, I met a lot of a lot of cats that you know, let's say they're Mexican, right? And and you literally see them see them acting black, speaking black, living like that whole african-american hip-hop life even talking walking around with a do-rag mm -hmm. you know a big old triple xl fucking jersey you know that's the extreme, sagging man. sagging no. the, the, the <laughs> pants i personally you know if my son was telling me hey i want to rap you know that's cool man you can rap all day i'll fucking produce you an album i don't mm -hmm. care mm -hmm. if you're gonna walk around like you're black mm -hmm. like you know you're gonna talk to me in a black kind of lingo you mm -hmm. know i have a problem with that i don't have a problem with the black thing i have a problem with my son speaking or acting in a cultural way in a cultural way that is not his yeah because you know i'm mexican and when i say mexican i'm not mexican-american i'm paisa like, mm -hmm. i was born in mexico raised in mexico and then i came to the united states mm -hmm. so i do have a problem with anyone that or not anyone but my son yeah. being like that if you wanted to rap and live in the hip-hop culture I, I think it goes back to the parenting thing it, like i was saying it was because um you want them to be true to themselves you right. want them to be honest with themselves and if you're pretending to be something even if you're making a living off of it it's not an honest living. yeah and i think that was the, the original problem with right. ryan like you know i even told him a couple of times you know, he's obviously him like you know he's even right now he's, he's not, not a lot of people know that he's 19 but he's 19 yeah you know and at the time he used to be 16 like right you were like 15 16 probably when we, were, we used to have those conversations and i was like he will be upset or ah, you know fuck this shit like blah, blah, he, he tripping I was like, well, you know what? Like, chill out. You know, it's 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 natural. You know, mm -hmm. like Andrews, I, I can see how that might be, uh, how he might be concerned. He's he's your father, you know. Yeah. And you know, I can see how he might have think like, hey man, this this guy is gonna fucking like turn him into like something that he's not. But at the end of the day, even even uh, this this topic came across, you know, a couple of times. Uh, you know, he came to the table of discussion with even other managers, where like there was one who was telling me, "Ah, man, just to fucking like just to try to make him this, you know, all that bullshit, you know, because he wears boots everywhere he goes, like mm -hmm. for the most part, mm -hmm. you know, uh, he likes the the cowboy thing. But he he is actually about that life. He's not trying to be Mexican. He's not trying to act Mexican. You know, he does know the, the ranchero type of lifestyle. He knows how to, you know, ride horses. I don't even know how to ride a horse, to be mm -hmm. honest with you. And I'm from Mexico. Yeah. But like, uh, he's told me a couple of times, yeah. you know, we went to Oregon. And this fucking guy got into, uh, like, a big old fucking black horse. Yeah. To me, it's just a big black horse. Yeah. It turned out that it was, it turned out it was one of the, you know, it was a fine horse. It's yeah. called free, free chance, right? Like. Yeah. It's like a big, expensive fucking horse. Yeah. And I remember when we went over there, you know, you know, this is like, like I said, you know, to me, like I always like to kind of like emphasize in the, in the difference of cultures because there is a difference, you know, like right. when you hang out around Mexican-Americans, you hang out with Pisces, a whole different fucking ballgame, you know, like mm -hmm. 
like you show up and you have all these spices from Mexico. It's like, you know, hey, you know, like, so I asked him, like, you know, can you let my a boy, like, ride your horse? Yeah. Like, no, bro, like, he ain't touching that horse. You know, like, we don't want no problems. You know, he's going to get dropped or something. Something's going to happen. They doubt it that he yeah. could, like, fucking get on it. And it's, it's the beauty of who he is, you know. And he, yeah, they he, didn't know that he owned a little miniature horse and was taking consignettas and shit. Well, that's so the, he had but, well, if you put it that way, he kind of sucks. Yeah, and he had practice. He had like right. weather. It was it's the same thing, just more no, higher off the ground. This, right? No, this guy is bigger than that little pony. To <laughs> yeah. be honest with you, this guy is you know he can make them dance. He can make them see. Yeah, like, that day, like a lot of like that's the beauty of who he is. It's that. He's a very unique, very talented individual. And mm -hmm. I told him a couple of times, man, like the only person that can stop you, it's you. Yeah. Other than that, man, like he, he's a very, very blessed right. young man. You know? like, I, I think um, it's important to really, yes, be true to yourself and all that stuff. But even if that, according to you, you know what I'm saying? Be true according to you. Like just because it's dictated that black people uh, don't, don't sing corridos or, or Mexicans don't sing whatever, if that's who you are, then that's who you should pursue. Because ultimately, you got to live with you, bro. You got to wake up with you. And if you are not happy and you're the reason that you're not happy, you're going to hate yourself. Mm -hmm. And you got to do what it takes to get there. Um, so so the family was cool with it, all that stuff. Now let's talk about everyone else around it, right? So the the the, the culture... The people are, are like you, man. I see you. They go out there, they applaud, they're ready, they're willing. But at this point now, they know who you are and they're excited to see you. Yeah. How were the crowds initially? Let's say like the first time you walked out to do an actual show. As El Compa Negro. How did the crowd receive that? Well, I mean, it's always like this. Mostly the people that do support me, you would be surprised to know that most of them weren't even black. They were all Mexicans. See, mm -hmm. the Mexicans, um, most of them, I'm not going to say all of them, because, I mean, you do have some traditional Mexicans that are like, nah, hell nah, black guy singing my music, nah. You could drink my beer, eat my tacos, take my women, but mm -hmm. you can't take my music. Mm -hmm. But um, then you have the other ones, that, you know, the younger um, uh, Hispanics that are, you know, my generation that think see it and they think it's cool, it's something um, new. Mm -hmm. and i mean they hey come on yeah come on let's keep going keep going bro keep going man i support you now on the other hand my my people the black people you right they some hating people you know they was like nah nah you, you over there with the, the with the enemies like i mean they wouldn't let me sit with them at school like i had um out of all the black people at my school i only had like about like three friends that were black and the rest were just mexican and i mean that was it was i mean it didn't bother me because simply for the fact of, yeah, I don't know. I just have the I don't care attitude. I don't care if no one tells me, like, the hell? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm me. Like, you can't control me. Right. right? So um, I guess that's why it doesn't really bother me, even when people say racist things to me or anything. Because, I mean, even at my school, my school was um, that I graduated from, <clears throat> uh, which is uh, Citrus Hill High School. It's only been open since uh, 2005. Mm -hmm. So it's... Pretty fairly much, new school. Yeah, fairly new school. So I can honestly say that I was the first person to actually date a Mexican there that was black. You know, mm -hmm. and like fucking everybody would like look at us like. But like, and it's crazy because I would just see them and like, I mean, it wouldn't bother me. I'd just be happy. But I would look at them and they would look at us in disgust. Mm -hmm. Like, ew. Like, what the hell? Like, 
You see the Mexicans, like, all right there, you know, with their guitars and their accordions. You see the black people right there with their phones trying to rap and stuff mm-hmm. and making beats on the table trying to rap. But everybody was separated. And it's, it's crazy because, I mean, that was, what, back in 2010, 2011? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, you'd think that, you know, everybody's, you know, but, I mean, it's crazy how how separated the school was. And I literally would just sit on the brick wall with her. Right. And she was Hispanic and I was black. Yeah. And we'd be together. Just watch everybody walk by and everybody would just stare at us. And right. now I go there, you know, uh, occasionally because my little sister is going to graduate this year. I go there and, I mean, everybody, all the black guys are fucking dating Mexicans. You don't even see, like, couples dating, you know, the same couple mm-hmm. on the race. Everybody's all interracial and mm-hmm. stuff now with that. That's pretty crazy. Especially in high school, those those years when everyone's trying to fit in, even though as much as they're pretending not to try, right? Seeing someone that's <clears throat> that they see brave enough to go do something else, that that admiration is first hatred. They they just hate hate it on you. It's not hatred, they just start hating on you. They don't hate you. They just why is he and then you know subconsciously like why is he brave enough to go do this and I'm not? Yeah, that's that, why when you left, everyone started doing it because you were the example of like, oh, if, well, if he can do it, Every, everybody know? had under the impression that I thought I was all that. Like, yeah, people would tell me like, oh, like when they talk to me, like, oh, I thought you were like stuck up. I thought you were like some like jerk or something. You know, like, no, nah, I'm not. I mean, I'm I talk to anybody. Yeah, like, but I mean, like. Like how I said, it's just crazy. Like, and what you said is right. They're not necessarily hating on you, but it's just something new, and they're not used to it. So right. you know, like a lot of people say, like dogs bark at um at um strangers that yeah. they don't know first. You know, yeah. so I mean that goes to say, you know, they're gonna bark, you know, because they don't know what's going on. Right. But after that, I mean, they jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Once but, once it now it's acceptable for them to accept yeah. you, they're gonna go ahead and do it. Uh, okay, so you say, so do you feel that the black uh, community is giving you more grief than the Hispanic community? Well, now at this moment in time, no. Actually, I mean, I went to go sing at down at Crenshaw High School, mm-hmm. and there was more black people there than Mexicans. Well, and because I, you're in Crenshaw, though. Yeah, but I mean, it was like, a, it, it's awesome, though. Like, yeah. Because, like, you know, it's still, even in L.A., I mean, yeah. right there, I went to James A. Fauché. Yeah. Uh, it's a middle school and high school. There was like, for every one black person, there was like five Mexicans. Wow. So, I mean, L.A. does have like a huge Mexican population. Right. But, I mean, to see that there was like a... Black people listening to me sing in Spanish, and they didn't leave. They were actually there, and they were recording, right. and you know, like enjoying the music. Yeah, I mean, that just lets you know. I mean, that like I, what I've been trying to say this whole time is right. that music is universal, and a lot of people are wrong when they say, "Oh, you're a wannabe Mexican." No, I don't want to be Mexican because if I if if I was Mexican, what I'm doing wouldn't have as much value as it has. Right, because what I'm doing is like. Uh, I say that I'm the Obama of the Mexican music because, <laughs> I mean, Obama was the first uh, United States president that was um, black, African-American yeah. black. I'm the first, you know, regional musica Mex- uh, mexicano singer that's black, you right. know? And, I mean, I'm changing the game. <laughs> Fight. 
And you were fucking aggressive You talked a lot of shit But you were crazy obsessive You would throw me stuff at me You always trying to hurt me I don't know if you really love me Tears are falling all over me I wanted to give you the best And this is what I get One day I'll be gone Yeah, you'll have to settle for less than nothing I will cross your soul with my sword of oblivion My sword of oblivion It will be oblivious And I'll bury Birthday, my gift for you will be the oblivion. certain songs like i'll do you know try to throw you know some black style in there you know with the runs and uh, oh you try to rap yeah no, I, no not rap not rap but <laughs> yeah. you know like the r&b you know how yeah, they don't do their voices like, nah. yeah. you should do a rap one though you should do like a rap collabo with somebody you yeah, should do I'm a down. rap collabo I'm, with a mexican rapper and I'm, just blow everyone's minds i'm down like, i'm down <laughs> like, you never know like maybe one day you know i'll fucking make a corrido with the game and it oh sh- hey the game the game's kind of uh, i think he's me- half mexican or something right See, look at that. Well, he jumped on the bandwagon because Gucci Man already been and have all I want to be is El Chapo. $10 million in pesos. Look at you. Nah, but, um, yeah, like, I mean. So, like, what? now let's get to the serious and real questions. What's your favorite Mexican food plate? My favorite Mexican food plate, I don't have one because I eat just about anything except for chiles rellenos. I hate those. <laughs> but What's wrong with chiles rellenos, man? I don't know. I just have too much cheese in them, <laughs> And Whoa, the one, the one, the they one, have too much cheese. 
Yeah, too much. Nothing can have too much cheese oh, yeah, on it, bro. Oh, Chiles rellenos, dude. Ha, I've never bit a pizza and said, fuck this. Look at all this cheese. <laughs> what are you doing with all this cheese? No one says that. No, but me, like, I, that's how I am. I'm like, man, I don't too know. Much just too much cheese. Too much cheese. And now, again, you're the first person in history to say, you had you don't like too much cheese on something. No, no, no. no. You're groundbreaking everywhere, bro. bro. <laughs> I go to get some chili cheese fries with extra cheese, but I mean, but I, the cheese—is it the type of cheese? Yeah, the cheese. The, collect, the consistency, like, yeah, yeah. you know, with I don't, it. Yeah, I don't like it. It doesn't, okay. it doesn't mix. Or the ones that have the carne, and I don't like. Oh it. no. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. What about like uh, what about like 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 chivo or birria and stuff? Oh, like? Hell yeah, I, you're I, with I don't that. Go at all that, man. Dude, I'm Mexican. And I don't eat that shit. Missing out, bro. You like goat? You like goat <laughs> and shit? Yeah. You fuck with goat? Oh, goat, man. You go to the pajaretes, everything, man. Tripas and everything. Lengua and all that. Uh, everything. No, you didn't want to try. You didn't try the tripas. There you go. Bro, I've eaten oh, boom. all that. That's what I'm telling you. Like, uh, he always want, he wants me to try things. Yeah. The only thing that he wants me to try that I haven't tasted is mostly all the mariscos. Like tacos de lengua, tacos de cabeza. What's wrong with mariscos? You cerebro. don't like mariscos. You don't like seafood. Mm, I do, but I just only like, you know, mo mojarras and cabezas. Nah, he, he's scared. Like he he doesn't like kind of like the weird shit. Like, I don't like, like, like pulpo like and pulpo. shit like that. Like, Dude, like <laughs> let me tell you something. You're young. Oysters, <laughs> like oysters. <laughs> you're young. You're young, so you don't know yet. But when you get fucking hungover when you're older, right? Right now you're 19. You can drink all day and you wake up. Dude, when you're 30, you have two beers. You're gonna wake up hungover in the next day. Okay, you're gonna get a, a, a siete mares. Okay, and it's gonna have pulpo and all this other shit. It's gonna be the best thing in the world for you, though. Trust me. No, shit, that's gonna keep me from yeah. drinking. <laughs> he ain't nah, but um, no, yeah. but I'm tasting like tacos de tripa, tacos de, de lengua, tacos de cabeza, de cerebro, oh, everything, bro. everything, bro. Disgusting. Pretty much every, every I've even fucking ate rabbit. Like they fucking killed one of the rabbits. They what they do? Or they raise them? Yeah, and they cook them. And then I came over there. Shit, I didn't know it was like. And rabbit. you just, you I just thought it was some chicken. And you grew. <laughs> 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 I'm like, damn, this is good. What yeah. is it? Oh, it's the rabbit. Like, you like, no. Rabbit. He's like, look, it's all fucking chopped up right there. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Nah, then, little... then after that, my homie, I started watching him when he cooks. <laughs> <laughs> nigga was cooking the dough. Dude, you. Everything, you, bro. You, nah, the, nah. the further you go into Mexico, dude, the weirder the food gets. Yeah. Because they'll, they'll be eating something like a squirrel and lizards and, and shit. You don't want to fuck with all that. Yeah, like, this food was eating fucking like um those, those king, uh, those white. Big white pigeons. White pigeons. Yeah, they're they're like pigeons, but they're fucking huge. They're like white kings or <laughs> racers. Call, those are chickens, dude. No, they're not chickens, bro. They're they're pigeons. I they're know, they're pigeons, but they're white. Yeah. Okay. Solid white, and they're they're huge. They're like I'm gonna I'm yeah. still gonna guess they're chickens, bro. And you gotta freaking, he was eating those. I was like, hell, no, I'm not. Where doing that. where was he at? Gordo, my homie Gordo. <laughs> oh, you're talking about cornices? No, ch- no, those no, are no, just no. wild birds, bro. They're just no, wild. They're desert. like. I think they're racers or no, they're not homers. They're they I think they're homers or yeah, something. Yeah, ostrich. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're like literally like this big. They're like that big. They're this big. is the the kind of stuff we talk here on Wake the Flock Up. Bro. Yeah, people want to know the real issues. <laughs> so this it's is fucking, what you I would talk I wouldn't fuck with it. I mean, I didn't need it. I mean, I've eaten anything from where from alligator to fucking um, quail. Yeah, um, things like that, you know, freaking turkeys that do they you have at the do house. you fuck with like at the elotero and everything too, or what? Oh hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Like I kept reposting that picture that it says, uh, "Fuck legalizing weed, legalize my elotero." Where <laughs> <laughs> it was like Latina, I, Latinas be like the only man I ever chase is the elotero. 
<laughs> uh, there's a, there's another one that has the elotero, the taco guy, and it says not all heroes wear capes. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I seen that one. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, you got your food down, you got your music down, and your girl is Hispanic. You said she's Mexican. Oh, well, right now I'm single. Right now. Oh, but, you're single. I mean, uh, uh, the my past uh, fifty girls that I've dated have been uh, Latinas. What is it about the Latinas that you dig? Uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's just something. Something different, you know. I like the first of all. I go to uh, Mexican clubs. I play Mexican music. So yeah, no mostly doubt. all I see is Latinas, and you know they put them short dresses on, man. And it's like, God damn, like una mujer oh. que le gusta la banda. <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> it's done deal, right? It's a done deal. Oh, and like, yeah. I mean, especially the ones you know, like they don't even have to be naturally blonde. Like they just dye their shit blonde. Yeah, no, they, they, their hair looks like a couple noodles. Uh, the Hispanic chicks do that today. It looks like a couple noodles. It's just all nah, tangly. Just, like, what? Not just straight in that shit. We're cool. <laughs> but nah, but yeah, it's just, I mean, they're, they're beautiful, beautiful creations. I mean, good. So you got your food, you got your music, you got your women down. That's what's up. <laughs> now, uh, you're, you're doing these shows. I wanted to know your perspective, um, and why I know, I know you love it. I know it's something you do, but you understand that this type of music might be like the most dangerous type of music in the world. Oh yeah. And, and you being you, you being the anomaly that you want, you're aiming to be, you're drawing a lot of attention to yourself as being someone who sings this type of music. So not to say that they will, but El Chapo or another El Chapo type. Hey, compa negro, they want you to come down here and sing for El Chapo in his blah, blah, blah. Many have done it. There's people that have done it. You know, there's even American artists, Britney Spears, they'll, they'll go and they'll, do it shows for a sultan or whoever it is. You know what I mean? Um, is that something you've considered the attention that you're drawing to yourself? Um, not really. I've never really thought of that, but I mean, I've heard like stories like, Oh, you know, we were singing for narcos and shit. And they like had us there for like two days straight playing and shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I'm like, well, I mean, I mean whatever happens, happens mm-hmm. pretty much. I don't fear no one. What about you as the manager? And, and, and are you, is that something that crosses your mind that the attention he draws, uh, might be good? It's a good thing that he gets to that level, but what do you think? To be honest with you, man, in reality, in my experience and for what, what I've seen throughout the years is when that takes place, it's, it's just like a disease. You can't stop it. You can't say no. You're just going to have to do it. You know, because either way, you're fucked. You know, when somebody looks at you and says, hey, I want you on my party, and you're coming through, if you say no, you're fucked. And if you say yes, you're fucked. You know, like, it's just a matter of you playing your cards right, keep cool, you know, kind of go along with the right. And, and you know, So this hope, is something that you've... Hope for, uh, the, for the best. You've not expected, but you're okay with not... Uh, at least you understand it. You... You see, there is yeah, I that mean, is something that could possibly happen. I mean, at times when when you're struggling with with uh, let's say like right now, like we we struggle a lot, you know, with the finances to to you know for the project. Sometimes, to be honest with you, you kind of hope for some motherfucker to look at you <laughs> and say, "Hey, man, come through for yeah. I fucking like you guys." Yeah, because you know that one of those guys picked you up, man. Like it will be like whatever the fuck you want. Like you know, you want a bus, fucking buy your bus. You want right. a fucking recording studio, they'll buy it for you. One time on tv time on the radio they'll fucking pay for it. all you have to do is a corrido about them and right. and then you're good and you might as well take 
you know, to make the best out of it, you know, because like I said, you know, you don't have an option to, to say, I mean, you could say no, you know, but mm -hmm. just know that, you know, if the guy is from Sinaloa and you tell him no, you know, don't ever fucking step into Sinaloa in the mm -hmm. whole state or the, the states around it. Just don't go around there, you mm -hmm. know, and, 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 you know, it, it's just not. But one, one, <clears throat> if his career path goes down the way that uh, we all expected it to go, he's going to someday reach those those yeah, I'm states sure. and those yeah. parts of Mexico where he's going to be favored as, yeah. hey, here's this act that we've all been looking, he's finally here, that kind of thing. He's going to draw that kind of attention. Yeah, I think every, I think everybody, everybody in the entertainment business in Mexico has been uh, to, to that level and where, I mean, even Chespirito, man, there is stories about fucking Chespirito that, you know, in his time he had to go, uh, you know, perform like live for Pablo Escobar. Wow. And, and back then, you know, with Caro Quintero and stuff like that, there is stories about that. And, mm. you know, obviously they made it out alive. Right. You know, but even, you know, people that don't necessarily do corridos, you know, at some point, you know, if you reach a certain level where you're like big and, you know, if you're like something that's hot you know trust me like you know those well, guys are just you, like oh yeah, you know they but, like music they like you know movies uh, do like you hear like gabriel iglesias was asked to go to afghanistan and like not the safe part of afghanistan but again by like some sultan who said we'll give you yeah blank amount of millions of dollars that, yeah, and gabriel iglesias were like two million dollars to do a show like i'm not not gonna do it so he went and he was nervous the whole way yeah. there and he was nervous when he, but the sultan was like dude you're under my protection you're good trust me yeah. that kind of stuff right <clears throat> but it does come with getting to that certain level yeah it's the goods and the bads yeah i i think it, 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 it's it's i think at the end of the day it's i'm not a very religious person to be honest with you i'm i'm, I'm a true catholic mm -hmm. i don't go to church you know, like, <laughs> a true Catholic. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I believe in God. You know, in in the sense that you know, I have a connection to God in my very own way. But yeah. in order than that, I think you know what's what's in your pattern and your path, like that you're gonna walk through. It's 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 already there, man. There's no way around it. You know, yeah. like there is a saying in Spanish cuando cuando te toca te toca y, y aunque te quites te va a tocar y cuando mm. y cuando quieras que te toquen y aunque te pongas you yeah. know, like even if you fucking get in the middle of it the fucking buzz will go around you, you know? right it's 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 like that man it's kind of like a, so live life so to the say, fullest live life it. the best way you can do it and uh, I, I guess again it goes back to if you're real with yourself then the day that whatever happens happens you'll be fine yeah there is things know? that you do have the control of, right. you know, meaning that once you start fucking with people like that, you better make you know, the, the right decisions. Kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, uh, a few months back, we, we participated in a show in TJ in Tijuana. Mm -hmm. And me and this guy were going through some shit, you know, and, and this guy was considering, like, canceling the show or whatever. Yeah. And as far as I understand that person, that we was, like, fucking with, you know, let's just say that he had, like, some sort of connection to, like, stuff like that. Mm hmm you know whether that's right or the, whether it is true or not is tr it's not true at all i can say is that he's from tj which is like historically one of like the hottest grounds in 
you know, narco stuff. Right. So if somebody tells me that guy at the corner that lives in TJ, he, you know, he's like involved in like, I'll probably believe that, you yeah. know, especially if you see him that he has a, you know, everything that matches and that adds up kind of like this guy to tell him like, oh, we know that he had a truck, you know, he wears a fucking cowboy hat, he yeah. wears all trooper's boots, like, yeah, I'll check all the boxes. Yeah, that yeah. motherfucker is probably an article, so I don't want to fuck with that guy, you know? Yeah. So, you know, once you're there, you know, there's really no turning around, you know, right. it's, it's kind of making the right decisions, you know, you don't, you don't tease them, you know, like saying, oh yeah, I'm going to come and oh, never mind, fool, I'm not fucking coming, fuck yeah. you, you know, yeah. like you can't do that, man, you're right. just going to piss them off, yeah. you know, and that's what happens, you know. And, and like, I think um, the people that are listening to this show, we're a very hip-hop friendly show, where we started doing only hip-hop interviews, and we've kind of branched out a lot. Right. Like I said, we had the writer of the NWA movie here yesterday. And to us, that was like a huge thing because he wrote a movie about what we love, hip hop, like the, 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 the start of all that stuff and actors and activists and stuff like that. So they might not really understand the power in like the life of like narco corridos and what that really involves. And it's pretty much, uh, how would you say like, drug trafficking's favorite type of music because if you're his, if you're a Mexican, right? If you're coming from the right. uh, from that lifestyle, that's what you know, that's what's embedded into the lifestyle of a narco. Right. Right? Cause and then that's what they talk about and, and there have been artists who have been killed or and have died yeah. in being my, in that involvement. In my very own theory, as far as I know, throughout like you know all the musicians that we know you know it's kind of like you guys in hip-hop you guys know producers you know if, if, if somebody that you truly know that he's been involved with dre mm -hmm. and he tells you no well dre is crazy when it comes to producing you know mm -hmm. he ain't got time for shit mm -hmm. it's probably true you know and, right you know with these guys that are that we've known for you know for years and that know them that are close to the narcos truly from sinaloa and they have the stories, the true stories about, or what's known to be the true stories of what happened. When they say like, you know, some fool got killed, and nobody knows what happened. It, mm -hmm. It's 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 normally because they made the wrong choices. You know, mm -hmm. they fucked with somebody's wife. Mm -hmm. You know, they they weren't supposed to. Mm -hmm. You know, they you know historically also you know people that you know get high on their own supply or you know they're invited to something and then they kind of get. I think at some point people, it's kind of like all in generally, like like you and I are cool right now. I'm sure that you have some sort of level of respect for me because you don't know me. Right, and the same from me to you. Yeah. But as we start like hanging out, you yeah. kind of lose the sense of who you are. Uh, you know, in the military we had a saying, and it was um, complacency kills. So that means once you come become compliant, once you've getting. Uh, uh, accustomed and used to it. That's yeah. when it's most dangerous. Like you, you forget because you who forget the general who is. Like you, you, you forget who you're talking to. Yeah. You forget where you are and you yeah. forget your duties because you're like, oh, I, I go through this every day. Yeah, well, that's, that's the a, day you get a sniper. You that's know, a perfect example because yeah. it's like you, you're saying the military. You yeah. forget who like that, even though the captain is cool with you. Yeah, but he's still a fucking captain. He's still, you know? he's still your general. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And it's what happens to a lot of people like that. You know, they make the wrong choices. Yeah. You know, like, oh, you know, they think that they're on the same level as those guys when they're not. You know, you're mm -hmm. just there because they're giving you, a, you know, you're there along for the ride. And I think when they they lose the sense of, uh, you know, uh, categories, mm -hmm. it's when, that you know, shit goes south. You get too comfortable. That's yeah, when exactly. It, what, what, what can you tell me uh, that you've learned from this whole experience? Yeah, I'm not doing your last time before. <laughs> Um, 
What what have I learned from this? <laughs> oh, um, I, I've learned that. And I mean, like, what did I learn? <laughs> this is crazy. You actually made me think. Good. Uh, <laughs> That's what we do. We pride ourselves on um, making our guests. I mean, pretty much what I've learned that if we're going to do something, I mean, you pretty much have to take it. I mean, nothing's going to be handed to you. <laughs> I've learned that. Pretty much learn that. Hard work. Yeah. Regardless of whatever yeah, it is. Whatever it, whatever it is. I mean Do you feel a sense of responsibility for uh the path that you're that you're making? Like do, do you like you say you you're repeating it to me and you're like, Oh, you know, I'm the first one to do this and I'm number the first one. But do you feel a sense of responsibility now to continue doing that? Yeah. Yeah. When I get people telling me like, Oh, uh I was like to the point on the edge of suicide because of like my my persona and then I, I found you on YouTube and then like you showed me that it's okay to be you know different and I mean like I, I have lots of respect for you like I've gotten messages like that I've gotten like kids telling me like hey like we my teacher told me to write a, a freaking essay about a hero in, in my life and I wrote about you and I mean that's that's wonderful and it's like damn like started all this I mean I gotta keep going like, I can't just stop you know I mean, I mean, sometimes I do want to stop. Yeah, but I'm like, ah, nah. What can't. would make What would make you say I've made it? Have you reached that point? You think? And if not, what would make you say that? What would make you look back and be like, ah, this is it. I've made it. I'm, I'm, I, I am the person I thought I could be, and the person that I should be. Like, have you gotten there as an artist? Yeah, I have. You think so? What do you that I said that I wanted to do? I've done uh-huh. pretty much. Said I want to be on TV. When I'm TV, I want to sing in front of a bunch of people. I've done that. I want to sing and have the crowd sing with me. I've done that. Yeah. Um, I want like people to know who I am. I pretty much have that already. Um, now the whole becoming like super duper mega mega famous. I mean, like that's a that's a bonus. So mm-hmm. if it doesn't ever come to pass, I mean, I'm content. I'm not gonna be that old fucking guy that's just grumpy and mad at the world. Yeah, because uh, you know I didn't get to follow my dream. I mean, I followed it already. Yeah, I mean, pretty much I've done it. I mean, the only thing that I'm just waiting on is just to have a sold out concert at the Microsoft Theater. It used to be the Nokia Theater, mm. but. And everything is that's your next goal, it, yeah. Everything is that's just within its its time. So, with that being said, like I said, I'm content with everything I've done. So the path you've taken is you follow the things you've wanted to get done, and you're checking off boxes. You're like, okay, I'm good here. I'm good yeah. here. I'm good here. And I wanted to have a lot of bitches. I mean, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Yeah. So I was right about you just trying to get laid. No, I'm mean, not. Wasn't trying. Not to get just. Laid. But <laughs> no, I wasn't trying to get laid from the beginning. I mean, I wanted to do it, but I mean, that just came like as a side thing. I mean, and it's uh, it's bad too because it can become a distraction. But I mean, women, yes, oh yeah, the biggest distraction in the world, no doubt. They're deadly, bro. Yeah, they are. Deadly. Yeah. want <laughs> to say. Okay, so uh, you've uh, the Nokia Theater is what you want to know. No, no, the Microsoft Theater now, right? That's what you want yeah, to ask. Micro- okay. Theater. Yeah. Do you what? Do you have a, like a, a a set goal date? Like you're like okay in two years. No. No, I don't. I don't because I mean I don't want to overshoot it. I mean, I mean like these things like this, you can't put a date on things. I've learned that you can't put a date on things because I mean, I mean shit happens. So I mean, one day I could be right here doing this interview. Next tomorrow, I could someone could walk up to me like, "Hey, uh, I want to sign your Dell Records. Let's go do this and do that." Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you just take it one one step at a time, day by day. 
I'm with it. I'm with it. I like this. We're getting to know you a little better, I think. I feel there's a couple segments that are going to help us get to know you uh, to the level that I think people really appreciate knowing you. You have uh, hundreds of thousands of fans. How 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 is that reflected on you every day? Is it a lot of pressure? Is yeah. it and for the amount of fans that I have, right? Because we have, we're played in thousands of downloads and all that good stuff, but I don't get the same interaction that you get. As in, like, they come and, like, fill my stadium up and, like, come and see that kind of stuff. Has it hit you yet? Is it is it a reflection that you're taking um, a responsibility to keep these fans happy and content? Um, that, that kicked in a long time ago. I mean, they, my fans are the most, like, insensitive, um, crazy, crazy fans ever. I mean, like, one post I could post about... Um, a girl like stealing something mm-hmm. and then i'm like oh like she should have helped her and if i post something about a guy stealing something i'm like oh fuck him you know yeah mm-hmm. you sh- should have kicked his ass and that you know so i mean it just depends on how they feel like certain things like they get offended and like it's funny like it's funny because I, mean, I could post one thing with a caption a certain caption and they'll get offended and i could post something that's really similar to it with a different caption and they fucking love it mm-hmm. so it's pretty much you're just betting on it mm-hmm. and a lot of times i have to like think about what i'm gonna post before i post it I'm because like, you know there's gonna be some feedback yeah and i mean it, good feedback is i mean bad feedback is good feedback too anyways i mean mm-hmm. I mean, it got to the point now, I'm just like, I mean, if someone's going to get really crazy with me and they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to unfollow you. I'm like, the button's right there. I mean, I'm not, <laughs> not going to be fucking kissing And you're ass. young, so you're you're on social media. It's something that's on your regular day life, I'm guessing. All day. Yeah, all day. All right. I need your top five musical influences of all time. Your top five? Your top five. So people wise. Um, Musical influences, whatever that is. Um, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, Larry Hernandez. Um, that's two. And then um, I used to like. Um, like uh, what is it? The Temptations. Mm. Temptations. Michael Jackson. I like uh, Smokey um, Robinson. And pretty much, uh, that's war right there. Huh? Anyone more? That's all I had. But, um, oh, also, um, my, um, singing. My style of singing is, is Larry. I already said Larry, but the reason I liked Larry was, um, one, because of his music, and two, because of how the way he is. Mm-hmm. He has the same kind of attitude that. I do, and it's fucking crazy. I didn't even know until I looked it up a few years back that his birthday is like what eight days before mine. Mm-hmm. So we're the same month, we're the same sign. So mm. I mean, that pretty much gives you the reason why. Yeah, <laughs> but um, you believe in that stuff? You're, you're, yeah, I mean, your your horoscope. Some of it's it true. Like, what I'm are you? The other, I'm a, I'm a Pisces. You're a Pisces. Was that so? What, what, what are Pisces? How we, how we described? I mean, I, I read all that bullshit. I mean, I don't read it. Every if it's there, I'll read it. But I mean, to me, it's all you good. know. Come on, what? Are, no, what are, I mean, I don't. I mean, I really don't know nothing about that. But yeah. I mean, I do know, like, okay, like if someone's, you know, birthdays in March, and you're supposed to do the same sign. I mean, that you do have a lot of uh, similarities, things in common. Yeah, yeah, and that's why. I mean, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's mm-hmm. weird. But you, you feel a connection with him. Yeah. 
You see, you see why it could possibly be this. It's easier. Yeah, it's, I find that people that have their birthdays in March and it's close around mine, it's easier to talk to them without even knowing that their birthday is in March. And I ask them, like, oh, when's your birthday? Oh, mine is March 17th. Oh, shit, mine is 18th. No wonder it's so easy for you to talk to. But, um, yeah, though, I mean, okay, then I got to give you that fifth one. That fifth one. Uh, who is it? The fifth one. Frank Sinatra. I love that. I love mm. that guy's fucking music. Yeah. Very soulful, very also doing his own thing and dealing with very dangerous people at times and stuff like that. But uh, never forgetting that it's his art first and that that's what got him where he was. Okay, so that's pretty much that right there. If that answers your question, yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, is there anything that you would like to um, to like say to the public? Anything that you want to kind of um, let them know? Uh, about you yourself not so much as an artist but like as a person anything that you want to um express just want to express my gratitude mm-hmm. i mean it's because um even though even though you know um i'm black and i'm trying to you know you know make my way into something that's totally different i mean it's them that's encouraging me like a lot of times they encourage me to do do things that I didn't like and they have me doing things that I would never expect myself ever doing like I mean I've never fucking thought that I would be in Tijuana singing <laughs> the hell I never thought I would fucking leave the US but um I mean things like that you know and it's just it I mean it's like uh, a lot of times they they request for me to like do things and I mean I really don't want to do them <laughs> And then I end up doing it, and then, like, what do you know? I end up enjoying it. So it's like, fuck, you know? Like, I mean, things like that. So, so everyone, uh, I want you to hashtag him Chile Rellenos. <laughs> nah, I fucking hate <laughs> no. Chile Rellenos. Hashtag Chile Rellenos. <laughs> hashtag it, but I mean, this is. Like, I mean, I mean anyone can tell me. I mean, you could even ask him. Once I set my mind to something, it's fucking done. Okay. I mean, there's like no way in hell. Not even money. <laughs> not even a woman can change my. Wow, mind. that's a bold statement. And that's one something that I do want to let people know. Too. Don't I ain't I mean, eating chiles again? No, not just a chile. Oh, okay, it goes okay. down to anything. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, there's certain things that will be like, uh, like sometimes they'll be like, oh, you should like take that post off. You know, like a lot of people got mad. I'm like. So, <laughs> I mean, like, not so much of a so, but it's just yeah. like, okay, like, I wanted to post it. Yeah, you have the freedom to, to write and express whatever you think. Yeah. No, but and all joking me. aside, that's I think. me, and I would rather them know and appreciate me from the beginning who I am mm-hmm. than for them to fucking follow me for, what, fucking five plus years, and then come on the sixth year, they, I say something, and they're like, oh, wow, I never knew he was like that. Mm-hmm. Well, Oh my God! He been faking for these five years. No, I mean this is me. Now either you gonna accept me the way I am, or you gonna turn your ass around and walk away. Mm-hmm. But not really like that. But it's just that's really what it come boils down to. I mean, yeah. that's me. I'm, I'm not gonna change. Not because like I don't want to change, but it's like how are you gonna try to change? That's what makes a person um um not authentic you know they're not authentic with themselves well i think it's very um admirable of you at such a young age right you could have said a million things but all joking aside the fact that you said that you wanted to express your gratitude right that you have this humidity to you still despite 
you couldn't very easy not have that. And it would kind of make sense that you did it. You know, you're the first one to do this and you're rocking at shows and you're selling out this stuff. And dude, in, in, in the, in the world that I live in, in the hip hop world, that's very easily lost. Oh, I just did a show and I got 20 people in there on the man now. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know what I'm talking about. It's I that mean, grand dose machoso deal that all these rappers walk around with. Yeah, but I mean, you could even, you could even ask him too. <laughs> you can ask him. Like a lot of times we're fucking going places and there's like fucking all these big ass artists there and I'm just there like. So? I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Shit, they sit on the same toilet I sit on. <laughs> it's like, Negro, like, you don't understand this. Like, you're right here with, like, all these people, you know, and I'm yeah. just there just like. Mm-hmm. You don't get starstruck? No. Okay. There's no one you were super excited to meet, though? Larry. Oh, you met him. I couldn't talk. <laughs> but um, pretty much that, I mean, that's that. Like, I do get excited. Like, hey, I want to meet this person. Yeah. But, I mean, if I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. Mm-hmm. Well, well, fuck it. But um, like how the whole thing that goes back to what you were saying, though, know, like I mean, I am grateful for a lot of people that support me because, I mean, without them, I mean, I wouldn't be shit, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, they're the ones that's gonna buy the tickets and you know put make it possible for me to you know make money and to keep going on and on I, and on. That's and on a beautiful way for you to think. I think. How, how am I gonna turn my back on the yeah. people that are you know? Supporting me, okay. Right. What is a what is an artist without his supporters? His, uh, fans. his fans, absolutely. Before we get into the last segment, I wanted to ask you what you have in mind uh, for the future. What are we doing? That kind of stuff. I mean, I think that from the actual producer standing point, mm-hmm. it's more of like what a what I'm hoping this project to become as far as musically. Um, and obviously it's, it's always like master what we're doing, have the ability to, to be able to, to rock stages and, and shake the music, the Mexican music business. And, you know, cause we haven't even released an album yet, you know, and we're already, we could say that we've already like, um, a lot of people know us. A lot of people know what we're doing, and we haven't even released the first album. Mm-hmm. So that's already a plus when, yeah. when you have the ability to, you know, for people to to look for you and want to like feature your artist and, and stuff. You know, that's great. You know, um, but I think that you know this project has uh, it's the potential in it. It's 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 very unique, and I think we can do a lot of a lot of things. Uh, um socially uh on a cultural level that you know no not that many uh, entertainment acts have been able to to accomplish we we should have the ability to you know unite maybe i mean i I could just be dreaming you know but there is still uh, the possibility that we can maybe one day make people realize that you know african americans and and mexicans and like I said, it's it's, it's very important that, that they understand that we're not we're not that different, man. And at the end of the day, in reality, there is no perfect race. I don't know one right. perfect race, right. you know. In all races, there is one asshole. You know, there's a there is a dick in it. You know, like, <laughs> trust me. Yeah. You know, and and that's what I think a lot of people don't understand that, man. Uh, um, in in our end as Mexicans, mm-hmm. you know, we tend to go like, oh, you know. Pinches negros, you know, me caen gordos, mm-hmm. shit like that. We don't even know them, you mm-hmm. know. Like, you know, sometimes, like, uh, if you were to tell a Mexican, like, well, what is it that you don't like about that black person? 
well, I don't know. I just don't fucking like them. Yeah. That's wrong, man. Mm-hmm. You can't fucking do that, man. Yeah. You know, they shouldn't be fucking saying shit like that. Right. You know, like, and the same goes to black people. There's black people don't, don't fuck with Mexicans just because they're Mexican. Right. And I think we, we have to, we have to like stop that, man. Like, you know, uh, we can't be doing that, you know, because the same goes for us as Mexicans. You know, we're complaining about Donald Trump, like, saying all this shit about Mexicans or being this and that and that, except that even within our own culture, within our own people, we stereotype people. Oh, you know, absolutely. The, the people from Sinaloa stereotypes the people from Mexico Guerrero City. And, uh, and uh, the people from Oaxaca stereotypes the people from the North. You know, the Mexican-Americans stereotype the Paisas. The Paisas stereotype the Mexicans, Mexican-Americans. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's something that... It's got to stop, man. You know, we, we, we got to look at, 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 at people for who they are individually. Right. Not as a, not as a, not as a, a culture. You know, you can't like shut the, the door down on this guy, uh, from en- to enter the Mexican music industry when he's talented. You know, people at times, I think they're blinded by, oh, well, he's black, but why don't you give him the chance? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're just closing the door at somebody just because he's black. You're not letting him perform at your club. You know, you're dismissing him just because he's black. You you uh, stand in a very specific and very um, dangerous place. And what I mean dangerous is by this, right? I'm Mexican and I rap. Not a big deal. No one cares. You're black and you sing corrido music. It's a big fucking deal. Yeah, it's a double. So you standing, <laughs> you're standing at the crossroads and you're doing something that like he's saying culturally it can mean a lot it could really do a lot of good and in, in uh and in we've intertwined in in our cultures and our food and our everything blacks and mexicans and then we've even united in times like oh us colored people we're getting less than the you know blah blah blah, blah. but this you're 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 reaching over to something that has never been done before so it's very important that you continue doing it and that you continue doing it the way you want to do it. Because then you're going to demonstrate to everyone, like, to the mic, fucking color doesn't matter. To the trumpet, to the violin, what the fuck, what, what does they care what color you are? If you can rock it, if you're doing something with it, that's all that really matters. And it doesn't matter what, what song you're singing. That's the least. If you're good at it, skills will surpass everything. Right? It's, 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 it, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's very risky. Uh, I mean, to me, uh, at this point, to be, I'm going to be honest with you. To me, uh, right at this point, as of today, this 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 project has gone beyond the music part of it. Yeah. I think far, as far as the music goes, I mean, if I was to tell you that this, 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 this thing that we're doing, to be honest with you, it's not making any sense to me as far as financially. I'm in the negative. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, if this was a, a taco place, I would have shut it down like a while ago. Because you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not really giving me any money. It's not. Mm-hmm. I'm not really getting anything out of it. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, deep deep inside, I know that that this is bigger than than we have in our hands. Like something bigger than than what we even imagine. You know. And at the same time, I think that you know, right now that you were talking about like how it's uh, dangerous. I think it's true. I mean, at times I thought about it. I actually never talk about this. You know, I never really talk talk about this. But, you know, I think I can see myself dying for this project, like, within years to come. Right. Why? Because it's either you don't fuck with some some people, some of the, you know, bottom line, it's there might be some asshole that might be mad about what we're doing, you know, and, and cowards are out there, you know. 
and if that if to that you add that you know at some point like you said we we reach a certain level you know we go huge you know the level of mortality on among huge starts it's 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 considerable right you know and then if to that to you add the the the, the activism factor because mm -hmm. i'm i i'm personally planning and it's not so much that i'm planning it I think that it already is, without us even asking, it has become a cultural thing. Like a lot of our followers, is, you know, they have cultural statements. Mm -hmm. And you can see our inbox who thank this guy, hey, you know, I'm glad for what you're doing. You know, it's it was about time, you know, for somebody to, you know, come through, you know. And, you know, that takes you to that level of Martin Luther King-ish type of Michael, Malcolm X type of shit, you know, Tupac type, type of shit. You know, Tupac was, you know, for a lot of people that like hip-hop, you know, half of them probably don't even understand how big Tupac was in, in, in social issues. Mm -hmm. And what we're doing eventually is going to get to that, you know, and a lot of people don't really like to hear the truth. Well, what's going to happen, those responsibilities are going to come knocking on the door. And it's going to be up to you guys to answer them or not. And you can because there's artists that just choose not to get involved because it's dangerous. Like I said, it doesn't make sense. Or in their pocket, they might uh, insult someone or piss someone off. But real, the real true artists use their art to do more than just their art with it. And yeah. I think that one day is going to happen. And I have no doubt that you guys are going to answer that. And you're going to knock it out the park. <laughs> Yo soy negro claro, afroamericano, corazón y alma de un mexicano Yo monto a caballo y juego mis gallos allá con los países y es el arripado Cuento con respaldo de los michoacanos, Sinaloa y Jalisco me están apoyando Yo canto con banda o con el norteño, los más poderosos están a mi lado Comenzar desde abajo siempre es complicado yo le vivo agradecido que me da la mano Negro y claro le entrecalco, aquí está mi mano Negro y claro que respeto a los mexicanos Yo soy negro claro, afroamericano, corazón y alma de un mexicano Yo monto a caballo y juego mis gallos allá con los paisas y es el arripado Cuento con respaldo de los michoacanos, Sinaloa y Jalisco me están apoyando Yo canto con banda o con el norteño, los más poderosos están a mi lado Comenzar desde abajo siempre es complicado yo le vivo agradecido que me da la mano Negro y claro le entrecalco, aquí está mi mano Negro y claro que respeto a los mexicanos
let me let me get to the last segment so we can close down the show and get to get know you a little bit better, I think, okay? So there's something I like to call 12 rounds. So the way it works is I'm going to ask you 12 questions, each more difficult than the last. If you answer all 12 questions honestly, you're the champion. You walk away with the championship belt with one of those big old spinner belts. You know, talk about the John Cena ones. The ones you wear anyways in your shows. <laughs> if you cannot answer the question, you will be knocked out. Think about it like a boxing match, okay? Uh, you will be knocked out, and I get, I get, I get, well, you don't have any jewelry on. What is up, man? You're supposed to be blinging, bro. Where's the, where's the sombreros? You're supposed to. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're in the struggling part of this, man. We're, we're and, on that. And we're, I get, you got to give me five bucks. We're on that a struggling level. We actually recorded the first album out of a uh, closet, man. Like, yeah. we took it to oh, you, you, you're the real struggle. That's what's up. <laughs> Am I lying? We, we recorded out of a closet. Of a cl- I'm not lying to you, man. <laughs> I want to see that. That's what's up. Are you willing to play 12 rounds in Compa Negro, yes or no? Okay. Round number one. What is your favorite part about your craft? Um, my favorite part is to be able to travel. You like the traveling? Oh, uh, yeah. That's what's up. Round number two, what is your least favorite part about your craft? The distance. Like, last time we were in the car for, like, 15 hours going all the way from fucking Idaho. <laughs> it was horrible. It was horrible, but that, that's part of the travel, though. Yeah, so it, it has this good... It was worth it, though, for this guy. Yeah? Ask him why. Oh, why? Oh, <laughs> I fucking smashed off some girls' fire. <laughs> oh so it wasn't that bad it wasn't the, the, being there wasn't bad just coming back was because i actually didn't want to come back i was gonna go you, you wanted to keep smashing oh yeah <laughs> i'm actually talking she's gonna come out to cali in like next month uh, why are you bringing sand to the beach bro you know you're oh, fucking she, southern california i know but what i'm not i'm doing? not taking the club and she's gonna come and i'm gonna go to her hotel and uh, that's it. oh okay uh, <laughs> I can't say too much. What if what if she goes? What if she goes? I want you to take me out to eat chili again. I'm like, you you're like, no, all right. don't do. You gonna give me a chili? I got your chili again right here. No, <laughs> extra cheese. Round number three. <laughs> Round number three. Um, uh, what was your favorite part? What was your least favorite part? Round number three. Um, if you could collaborate with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? If I could collaborate with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? Man, I have to fucking say Chalino Sanchez, bro. Yeah, classic. Chalino Sanchez. I was waiting for you to bring him up. I, I was, was wondering. Really, I was going to yeah. bring him up. Yeah, so Salino Ch- yeah, Sanchez. Chalino Sanchez, because one, he was a fucking gangster, man. Yeah, like, man. The like, Frank Sinatra of uh, yeah, of corridos. Yeah, really. and what, what I like about it too is because you know, black we we listen to gangster rap. Yeah, and this nigga was a gangster yeah, there's no corrido. More, so yeah, I mean, either him or Saul Viera, bro. Mm. Dude, dude, I do like when people are like, oh, this was gangster. I'm like, no, dog. Frank Sinatra was gangster. Salino Sanchez, that's gangster. You don't know gangster. These fools just don't have. Fucking pull their pants no, up. Ch- Ch- Chalino he, Sanchez was like, like way beyond. I don't know. If, well, a lot of people don't know, but like that guy once one time, like somebody 
try to approach him or try to touch him and like in an actual live show and he pulled out his <laughs> started shooting back man Ooh, like yeah. he's on that level like a, no, that's a true story he's straight that a lot of G. people don't know that yeah like, that, that guy used to move away like big time that's what's up and, man. uh you know they try to get out of him a couple of times and one time in, in coachella actually that took place in coachella yeah at, at oh, a club. yeah you know, he knew they were coming after him. They just pointed at him. He motherfucker started shooting back, man, like that yeah. in front of everybody. Like do what that. you got to do. Story. You G'd out. Yeah. That's round number four. What are you most proud of for round number four? What am I most proud of? Hey, is there any more beers left? Or are we out of beers? Can I have Can I have the big Newcastle, please? <laughs> Someone reach out for me. <laughs> round number four. What are you most proud of? Like, what do you mean proud of? That I've done or just something proud of? What are you most proud of? I'm proud of my little sister. There you go. My little sister. She's graduating this year. She has like a 4.6. 4.6 GPA. Wait, how do you get a 4.6? AP classes. Extracurricular classes. Yeah, like beyond. Is she going to be like the valedictorian and shit? Nah, I don't think she made valedictorian. How do you not make it with a 4.6? I don't know, but yeah, she's a smart one in the family. That's like, what's up. Even like with... <laughs> Like, fucking, like, no fucking uh, college was sending me shit. Like, she's been getting college, like, people, like, trying to sponsor her since she was, like, in 10th grade. And yeah. I think she she finally is going um, to, she said she wanted to go to Oregon or um, or Arizona. Mm. I don't know which one, but, yeah, she's a smart one in the family, so big shout-outs to her. Yeah, big shout-out. That's what's up. Round number five, what are you least proud of? What am I least proud of? Uh, I'm least proud of the beer that I've been drinking, bro. Like, man, I, I fucking, as a kid, I would be like, I fucking hate beer. I hate how it tastes. And I used to hang out with the older uh, yeah. clouds, my homie uh, Gordo. He was like, man, one day you're going to fucking drink this shit, bro. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't even going to care about the taste, and it's going to finally start tasting good to you. And that's when you know you're a man. So so what is a Compa Negro drink? Like I say, if I go, you can never drink another beer again or any other beer but this beer, what beer would it be? Bro, I'm gonna have to fucking say I would have to I would have to go with uh Modelos, bro. Modelos? Yeah, because they hit you hard, bro. Yeah, they, they oh, hit you. Oh my god, those fucking are hard, so fucking bro. Heavy, man. I get drunk quick off of those, bro. <laughs> so you modelos would be the yeah. Do you like them with salt and lemon or just straight? Straight. The ones that I eat would drink with salt and lemon is the coronas. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Well that was that wasn't part Pacifico. of Pacifico. You like Pacificos? Yeah. Okay, you don't like the, the IPAs and the... Nah, I've never tasted any of those. Now. You want to taste the Newcastle? I'm straight. Dude, it's really good. Well, what flavor is it? No, yeah, it's not flavored. No, no, because, you know, they some <laughs> have like a fucking apple flavor or something. No, 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 that's... It... This guy has a like fucking syrup in it. <laughs> All right, you heard it here. The Compa Negro, not a fan of Newcastle. All right. All right. Well, I could say I shared a beer with a Compa Negro. That's what's up. He doesn't like the Newcastles, bro. Yeah. Nah, I'm not a fan. No IPAs, no other special brewery nah. shit. Oh, fuck yeah, bro. We having like two of them. Like, bro, my birthday's coming up too. You're, so. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have like two or three of them on the table, bro. <laughs> Round number uh, six. No, what are we at? Five? No, what are you most yeah. proud of? What are you least proud of? Not number six. What is your biggest fear? <clears throat> um, my biggest fear is to be alone, bro. I hate being alone. I'm a fucking social motherfucker. Like I have to have someone to talk to. You don't like it being alone. Are you one of those people that can't eat alone? No, I can eat alone. I love eating alone, bro. Like, cause then I don't have nobody fucking begging me for my food. But 
I mean, as far as like just being alone, alone. You man, don't like being alone. Nah, I have to go out and fucking talk to some random Dude, person. I got to say, I love being alone. I'd rather be alone than be with anybody else, bro. I'm a, I'm a social person, and that's what kills me. I mean, I I'm my own a, favorite I person. I just a conversation with any motherfucker, bro. Like, about like, any <laughs> random ass shit. This dude. is what you got to do, compa. You got to go to the movies by yourself. Dude, it's the best fucking thing in the world. Dude, you do that shit. You do that shit, bro. You know what? I'll tell you this. No, you know what? Let me ask you, bro. Because I've seen shit like that. Like, I've seen like people posting on Facebook, oh, you know, to the the movie theater alone and shit. And I wonder if they're fucking with people or if it's actually someone in this motherfucking world that goes to the movies by themselves. And if you do, why would you do that shit? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. And I will tell you this. If you've never man. been to the movies by yourself, you've never been to the movies. You've never been. Dude, go to the movies, right? And go like at 11 o'clock in the morning when there's like nobody there. Go in there, grab like a popcorn and a soda or whatever, and sit there and watch that movie. That movie is the world for those two and a half hours. Like, there's no one like, hey, what did, what did he just say? There's no way. Hey, let me get some popcorn. Or, dude. No, 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 no. Dude, I'm telling you. Like I, my dad, I went, shit. You I get went, in there. Just, I may or may. The previews is still showing this shit, bro. I may or may have not seen The Phantom Menace. And I may or may have not gone by myself. I may or may have not walked in, put my hoodie on, and watched The Phantom Menace. And it was the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life, dude. I'm telling you, you need the solitary times, bro. Nah, I can't, bro. It'll, it'll really rock your world. Friends. It'll rock your world. Nah. Okay. I mean, nah. honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, man. The only way that shit will rock to me, if you were to tell me, you know what? You go by yourself to fucking theater. There's a couple of bitches there waiting to fucking like approach you. Oh, oh then that yeah. should make sense. That's well, what, that would be a reason. Well, to be fair to me, it, it was a porn theater. So I, had, no. I went by myself. <laughs> do they still have those i don't know man. don't I do know. Mexico, you Mexico, know no I, I i mean i personally never uh attended anything like that <laughs> but i remember in mexico in Me- i'm from mexico city yeah. in mexico city there used to be it was like a thing of the 80s man i remember like growing up people oh. will talk about that all shit. this bush no no well they were talking so about much like bush. people going to the porn theaters like <laughs> in mexico city actually yeah. like mexico city yeah going to the porn theaters and I shit you know and um uh, okay see he's young he doesn't know this you know how on your phone you go and you go watch fucking uh, uh latinas with huge buttholes or whatever you watch i don't know what kind of point you're into in the 70s 80s they used to have movie theaters where they would play pornos and people would go and they would they would watch porn in a. No, it would just be like six random dudes all separately with like huge trench coats on. Yeah, I never was, understood that was, shit. Either. They weren't good. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't it. like a good. Hey. Po- they, you're thinking this like girls are gonna walk into a porno some, movie theater with you? Broke back mountain shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. You think any females gonna walk into a movie porno with you? No. Oh hell really, yeah. No, they're not. Real hell yeah. No, they're not. Maybe. Bro, me, bro maybe, maybe my, one of my exes. We used to watch porn. Fuck, bro, so. That's what's up <laughs> at the movie theater. No, not at the oh, movie okay. theater, at the uh, house, bro. Anyways, put the projector on the wall and shit. Uh, we're really getting to know El Compañero. That's what's up. Um, so <laughs> what are we talking about? Fuck. 
<laughs> go, go, go to the yeah, movies what, by go yeah. to the movies by what are your biggest fear you said being by myself round number seven who would you take a bullet for who would I take a bullet for it definitely won't be no fucking female like why would I take a bullet for her and then I die and then she's still right there and probably go at some other nigga nah. it'll happen uh, <laughs> um, the person I would take a bullet for should I take a bullet for myself? No, I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> clone yourself and have nah. your clone take your bullet. That's no, smart. I would. The person I would take a bullet for is, is my mom. You take a bullet for your yeah, mom. My mama's boy. That's what's I'm up. My mama's boy. Round number eight. Who would you let that bullet hit? I'm not saying that compa shoots someone. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, <laughs> <He saw that. laughs> what I'm saying is, there's a bullet flying through the sky. You would like body shield. You know how they do that move in the movies when they're shooting someone. So they just do like the body shield, and the guy gets like blah blah blah. blah. Who would you body shield? Damn, I, I really gotta think about somebody I don't like. Let me see. Nah, gotta. Damn, I don't think I would have the heart to do that. If you cannot answer the question. Or you will not answer the question. Oh no, I'm gonna answer the question. I'll get five bucks. There's one person that I that sorely I like. need. Um, let me see. Who would I let a bullet hit? Damn, that is a hard one. Somebody that I just can't stand. I'm gonna give you the ten count. Ten. This nigga really right here. A bullet. Nine. <sighs> Eight. Seven. Six. Do I have to say his name? No. Just uh, kind of gloss over, I guess. Mm. Well, it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be. Nah, I can't. I can't, I can't say that person. Five. <coughs> <coughs> nah, just land. Four. I mean, you know what? Since you pressure me, I have to give it to you. Three. I have to give it to you. I let the bullet hit you. <laughs> you let the bullet hit me. Oh man! All right, that's a, that's acceptable, I guess. Yeah, he pressures me. Nobody never pressures me. I mean, I've never really thought about things. I'm not that type of person. Kind of cold blooded, but I, uh, <laughs> I respect it. You know, it is what it is. That's an answer, I guess. Number eight. <laughs> round number nine. Who would you never work with? Or round number nine, like ever, like work with ever, as a as a like singing in any extent of the word work. Who oh. would you never work with? Shit, my friends, because I know we wouldn't be working. Should we be over here doing dumbass shit? So <laughs> my friends, you would never work with your friends. Nah, no, I tried it already too. Like at the, we were working at a warehouse. Like I was doing all the work because these niggas was playing around and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'll fucking stack up the boxes on the pallet and shit, and I'm going to get more of these niggas knocking them down, laughing like, nah, bro, nah, like <laughs> we're working, bro. So nah. it's, it's real life shit right there. Yeah. Round <clears throat> round ten, last two. You're doing pretty good, bro. Doing pretty good. Last last rounds. Round ten. Do you believe in God? Oh yeah, of course I believe in God. What does that mean for Kumpa? Um, believing in God to me is just knowing that he's my personal savior and knowing that, you know, he died so I could be free and that, that I may have um, a right to, you know, live eternity, the eternal mm-hmm. life. I mean, that doesn't mean that, you know, just because you don't go to church every Sunday doesn't mean that you don't believe in God. It's not about going to church. You can be going to church. Like my pastors always say, are, are you in church or are you at church? You could be at church. 
where you're not in it, you're not into it. Mm. So I mean, it, it goes to say too that like, all you just have to do is just have a relationship with them, and that's pretty much all that matters. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I respect that. I like that. Round eleven. <clears throat> what is your biggest insecurity? What my, are you most insecure about? My insecurity. Bro, that is a hard one because, like, I just, like, I told you, bro, like, nothing really yeah, like fucking bothers ugly me. Ugly toes or. No, what my insecurity <laughs> is. Ashy elbows. <laughs> now, my insecurity is, like, uh, a lot of times with girls, I think I try too hard. You try too hard with girls? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, 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 I don't. My insecurity is that, you know, I don't. It's it's kind of hard because you know um, this this who he's always telling me like hey man you should be you should call yourself fucking el enamorado and shit because you know fucking fall easily bro and mm-hmm. it's like fuck like I'm like uh, I don't know yeah you gonna start singing a lot you're gonna be like el buki <laughs> <laughs> you ever yeah. try you ever try to switch over to the like nah el bookies type shit you should you do a bookies a legend dog just. <laughs> So, well, you try too hard with females. Yeah, so it's like that's an insecurity. Like, I don't know, like, how how to balance that out. So it's like, uh, I just fucking, like, you fucking Hopeless me? romantic. Huh? Hopeless romantic. Oh, fuck, I'm fucking romantic as fuck, bro. Mm-hmm. But, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> round, round 12, last and final round. Thank you guys for coming through. I had a great time. Uh, great interview. Thank you. I get to know you. Thank you. Uh, absolutely. On, on a more impersonal basis. Uh, and at the end of the day, we're all just fucking kids trying to figure out our way through this crazy ass earth that we're given. No matter how old you are, no matter what it is, you're still just that kid that's just trying to figure out what life has to store for them and trying to live life right. You know what I'm saying? So whether you're black or you're Asian or you're whatever, you're rapper, you're opera singer, whatever, you're just trying to express yourself and leave something behind. And this is the legacy that called you. And more power to you, man. Fucking kill it, bro. Do your thing. I'm proud of you. <clears throat> Last and final round, round 12. El Compa Negro. Why? Why? Why what? Why? You do realize that there's no answer to a why question. There's not? Nope. Ask me something. Why? You see? I, if I just keep asking you why, then there is no, no fucking answer. There it. is a very specific answer to why or a very broad answer to why. Why? Why did I choose El Companero? That's chose not El, what I said. El Companero. I why? asked you why. Why? Why what? Why? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Why? Okay. Why am I here? What, what is my purpose? My purpose is, you know, pretty much unite this cold world and then showing everybody that music is universal. Not only music, but that everybody's the same. I mean, we all have the same organs, same blood runs through our body. We're all the same. So we should stop fighting and fucking learn how to hand together, you know. And that's pretty much that. That's why I do what I do. What do you guys think? You go with it. You're the champion. You get the belt. Yeah. Let's hear for a compa negro one time, everybody. Where's my belt? At? Where's the belt at, though? I'm, I'm <laughs> oh, you'll get it. Yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll mail you the belt. 
I'm gonna be waiting on that. <laughs> Thank you for coming out, guys. I had a great time. Uh, you're more than welcome back whenever you like. I if there's something or someone that you want to meet that you see on our roster, you're more than welcome to. We have super interesting guests and stuff like that. If you're a fan of just someone's music or something, just keep keep in touch and we'll make sure you come through. You want to co-host? We also be more than happy to have you co-host. It happens all the show. time. Or just kick it in the audience to have a couple beers and eat some food and enjoy yourself. More than welcome to come back, either one of you. All right, man. I, thank well, you, you guys, for spending time with us. And where can we find you? Where do we go? Where do we see? Where do we hear? Well, uh, this is the invitation for everybody. Everybody is more than where I'm sure that every, anybody can find El Compañero by Googling it. Like you Google El Compañero and, you know, you will get him, you know, but we'll get to that. He'll probably give you his Instagram and stuff. But more than that, like uh, anybody who's listening to this that finds it inter interesting and, and want to be part of this, you know, we actually want to invite them to actually attend the shows, come through to the shows, um, not so much to kind of like, you know, because anybody can put a like on a, on a video, man. Anybody can, you know, give us a view, which I, I appreciate, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, it's, we thank you for that. But I think we need, we need people to actually show up to the shows to come through and support, you know, uh, um, a, a movement that, that it's going to grow. And with your help, you know, if you really think that this, this, this is something that you feel that you understand and that you share what we just discussed uh, in in this show, you know, we really uh, appreciate if you can come to the shows. You know, if you hear El Compañero in your town, you know, whether it's Atlanta, L.A., Chicago, anywhere we go, Houston, Texas, whatever, you know, come through. You know, we're always, like, more than willing to take pictures with everybody to see, like, right, like difference in other people. We actually... When we finish the shows, we, we get off the stage and go and mingle with the people. Yeah. Uh, we like to do that. And, um, you know, for, you know, because I understand your audience a little bit more than hip hop, you know, more on the hip hop, like, mm -hmm. end of it. You know, we, we have in, in our album, we have a, um, a track in English, like full English, you know, Norteño song, but it's, yeah. it's in, in English. An we English have, um, corrido song. Uh, no, it's actually a love song. But it's in English. It's, it's full yeah. English. We actually, we're actually looking at. Uh, I'm talking to a rapper named uh, Big Wisha. Uh huh. Uh, I don't know if you know him, but he's done. He he, he sings hooks for. Uh, he's actually, you know what? Never mind. He's not a rapper. He's like more of a singer. Uh huh. He sings a, a lot with King Little G. Oh yeah. I'm sure you're familiar with, yeah, with that guy. So he sings a lot of his King hooks. King Little G's been the show. Yeah. So show, yeah. um, we might do something with them, you know. And you uh, should do it with King Little G, bro. Yeah. That would be dope. And know, King Lil G would do it. <laughs> you know who King Lil G is? Yeah. Oh, King Lil G would do it. He, well, I don't know. What, I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know who people are. Well, you know, you know, because he signed to, to, to Dell Records, right? Yeah, he wasn't signed to Dell Records. I don't know who they are. Oh, yeah, because he just signed uh, the Dell Records is one of the biggest like labels in the Mexican like uh, industry. Oh, he signed to a Mexican label. Yeah, he signed to Dell. Dell Records is like kind of like the death bro of fucking oh, Mexican no. music. Oh yeah. yeah. no! seriously. Like that? Like, yeah. Like Who's that. the Suge Knight over there? It just find out, man. <laughs> I don't want to find out. No, he's like that. I'm, I'm Actually, still waiting to hear back from the fucking things. We're already getting emails and shit, dude. Like, because we had a we had the writer from the NWA movie here, and he divulged like a lot of shit. Yeah. And I was like, dude, like he talks about Suge Knight a lot. 
And yeah. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, we're gonna get some shit. And we get emails already, like, like, oh, like, did he, did he really say that? Or you, did you edit it to say this? We need to know. We need to verify and all this other shit. It's dangerous, man. I don't want to fuck with those. Yeah, people. with those, it's a lot. Of, a lot of people compares that label to the dead road. The death. Yeah, like people that's uh, familiar with the hip hop world yeah. and stuff, and also do the Paisa music, kind of like me. Yeah. Like when we talk about it, it was like, oh, you know what? Like Dell Records is like the dead row of fucking like Mexican music. Oh, and no. it kind of is, man. Yeah, that's what's like, up. I'm saying they King have like the King, hardest. King like, they, have Gerardo, they have Gerardo Ortiz, which is kind of like the hard, like one of the biggest like corrido artists, you know. And and then they have other people like that. So yeah, yeah it's kind of like that. Okay, that's what's up. Well, looking forward to any projects that you hang out. I'm definitely gonna check out what you got. So check them out: Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Go to the show, support them. Support music in general, people, is what I keep telling you every right. episode. If you take Good. anything from this, support music. So, for El Compa Negro, <clears throat> for uh, Addicted to the Good Life, for my cousin Ivan, who showed up all the way from fucking Victorville, out of nowhere. Damn. Shout out to you, I know. <laughs> Shout out to him. To the Intern X. Shout out to King's Corner at home. Our pleasure to Mighty Zulu Kings, to Rio Hip Hop Everywhere. This is Concept 714 asking you, demanding that you help us. Thank you.